Hello, and good evening. Welcome back to Story Reckless. Uh, I'll do some brief intros here and a little recap, and then we can jump right in. Uh, I am Nathan, your DM. I use he, him pronouns, and I'll pass it off to our players. I'm Claire. Uh, they, them pronouns. I'm playing Kidam, half-elf, grave cleric. Grave cleric. Uh, my name is Olive, I use they and she pronouns, and I'm playing Lovelace Centaur Barbarian. Slash detective, I guess now? <laughs> yeah, we're technically, technically uh, we're both detective-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Little, we're detecting. Little detectives yes. here. Um, and yeah, before we uh, jump into our um, recap, I just wanted to briefly touch on what we uh, discussed at the end of last session. Uh, which is that after this story arc, we will be doing another postmortem. Um, for those of you that would like to participate, please go ahead and post your questions um, on any of our social channels. We have Twitter and Instagram. Um, you could email us if you like, uh, or you can always just wait till the postmortem and post your questions directly into chat. But just want to give everybody a heads up about that because we are probably. Maybe two to three episodes away. We'll see. Who knows with D&D. Anyways, let us do the recap. So last time, uh, as we picked up with uh, Kadam and Lovelace, as they were going through the outer city of Baldur's Gate, trying to discover the whereabouts of a slithering tracker that has been killing numerous folks within their community. They were able to pick up a lot of clues and find out that all of the victims seem to be originating, well, almost all the victims, seem to be originating from a uh, slaughterhouse, a butcher shop, the largest one within the outer city in the Stony Eyes neighborhood. Hamhawk Slaughterhouse. They went in and talked with some employees, talked with the owner, and, uh, well, the owner turned out to be kind of a... Uh, Kadam's insight picked up on some weird smugness... Um, some of our viewers kept apparently yelling at the screen. He's the bad guy. But <gasps> maybe he's not. We'll have to find out and see. Maybe he's just extremely suspicious. <laughs> he could just be extremely suspicious. Did I mention that he has a, a tabard with a big red fish um, on it? Anyways. Oh, yeah? Did they sell those at the butcher shop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, his tabard is maroon. You're right. Um, anyway, so after enough of this nonsense, after talking with them, <laughs> uh, you were concerned, though, for one of the employees, who seems to be really the only one left, all the other ones have been replaced by new employees, uh, named Otto. And you both fell in love with Otto and are so worried about Otto and want to make sure that Otto is going to be okay. He just um, seems like such a sweetie. And <laughs> he's also fresh meat. <laughs> Excuse the pun. Oh, God. Oh, I, by the way, chat, I saw all those puns flowing in last time, but it was a little too, there was a lot going on. So, yeah. Um, Puns are always appreciated. Anyways, I feel like went on a huge tangent there. Uh, (laughs) All that being said, um, there was one lead that you potentially were going to follow up with. I actually don't know if you're going to or not, because it's entirely up to both of you. But, um, it, the Guthmeers, which is a rival family to the Delusker family who owns Hamhawk Slaughterhouse, um, potentially is something to follow up on. But that is entirely up to Lovelace and Kadam whether they want to investigate the family feud 
to see if that could be a possible motive. Now, with all that being said, we pick up with the two of you stepping out of Hamhawk Slaughterhouse, um, walking out into the Stony Eyes District along the main cobblestone road. Um, what would the two of you like to do? I feel like we need to sit down somewhere maybe and like go over what we know and figure out what our next move is. Uh -huh. I agree. If I remember correctly, we had indicated that we were going to go to Guthmere's to past the Lusker. So I imagine we're like headed down the street in that direction. Sure. Uh, in Claire's head, and I have no idea if this is accurate, yeah. we're headed towards the lower city. Is that correct? Uh, no, actually, Guthmere's is towards North Chapel. Excellent. Let's but, go home. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's like kitty corner. It's not far. So, yeah, if you are headed back towards North Chapel, making your way down the, the main busy cobblestone street, uh, you can see off to your left the uh, Guthmere's Cured Meats. Um, it's a much smaller establishment than the Hamhawk Slaughterhouse. Uh, you can see there's just a simple brick building um, with open windows and uh hanging from the windows you can just see there's numerous smoked meats and sausages um behind it much like uh, ham hocks you can see the other you know more industrial areas where they keep the livestock it looks like there's a smaller building just behind it kind of rounded with a bunch of smoke trailing out the top um but yeah would you like to head on inside I think we want to go home, yeah? Yeah. I want to go home first. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, no problem. Okay. Go over the clues in question. Okay. Yep. Uh, that is not a problem. It's not that far. Um, I'm not going to do a random encounter for this little jaunt into your neighborhood. Uh, so the both of you head Good, home. I'm running low on spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dangerous to just, like, go on errands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you stay within a certain radius, the random counters are not triggered, so... Because <laughs> that's how it works. Um, anyway, so you, both of you, head on home. Uh, it's, you know, approaching... It's about just after lunchtime, and, uh, yeah, you can head home and talk amongst yourselves your place. Uh, Sounds good. In case, I don't think Otto will show up. I don't know that you wrote that note. Do you want to go to your place? That sounds good. Um, I'm planning on going to meet up with Otto uh, after he gets off of work. Um, so we got till then. Alright. Um, okay. Well, yeah, so I think we, like, go inside and maybe just, like... well. You start to, you, you are approaching your home, and uh, you can see, Kadam, that standing out in front of your home, there are two burly uh, individuals, these large um, two individuals standing there, um, and sandwiched between them, uh, tapping his foot on the ground, you see a small gnome. Uh, his, he stands out. Uh, the, the light of the day catches the top of his head, as you can see that his entire top half of his hair has been gilded. 
um, and it's kind of little bits are like flaking off. It's uh, it's an okay job, but um, he has this gold cap, uh, you know, in his hair. Um, and this small little gnome is sitting there um, just kind of looking down and tapping his foot and he keeps looking down the other streets uh, and then sees the two of you approaching and kind of straightens up um, as you approach. Damn, us at this morning we should have paid our rent. And uh, as you approach, he uh, kind of walks up as these two, uh, there's a woman and a man, these just like big old meatheads stepping up behind him. He comes up. Well, it's been uh, quite some time. Uh, you got uh, you got your rent ready? What, what's this guy's name again? Could you, could you uh, remind me? The Gilded Lily is what he goes by. The Gilded Lily. Um, I think like Lovelace just like throws her arms open and she's like, ah, oh, Gilded Lily. Uh, you're so kind to like come down here and like see us yourself. Yeah, of course. We got your rent. Holds his hand out. Hand over four gold. That's four gold. Was that, is that the, correct? Was that the amount that we agreed upon? I think you're right. Yes. Um, the gold drops in to his hands. Rent's gone up. Six gold each. I mean, for such like a fine establishment, I'm surprised you didn't do it earlier. Lovelace is not looking for a fight and just like hands over two gold without. Okay. Excellent. Hit on. Yeah, okay. I'll hand over two more. <laughs> okay. okay. He takes it, uh, pockets it, and he takes out like this small little, uh, what looks to be like a little ledger and just marks it off. <sighs> All right. Well, don't let it happen again. And he goes walking off with these two uh, large individuals. When they get their back turns, I think Lovelace spits at the ground behind them um, as they like walk off, like out of like hearing okay, range. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spit on the ground. And, uh, 150% six gold? Oh, God. There are folks that aren't going to afford that. Oh, I don't think that's uh, for everyone, Lovelace. Mm. We're four days late. Yeah, you know. Let's go inside. Ain't no help in it. The two of you enter into Lovelace's home, uh, and you can talk amongst yourselves. Um. Oh, uh, hold on. Something else. Sorry. Uh, just one moment as you are okay. slipping into Lovelace's home. Um, I need to. I need to check something. Was, there was something I thought I miss. I miss Red. We're good. Okay. Okay. Uh, Pascal Usker was 
extremely helpful. Uh, I do mean that earnestly. Um, I feel like we have a lot more information about what's going on. Uh, I don't think he meant to communicate everything that he communicated to us, but um, I'll take it. What? What do you mean? He seems pretty sad about his brother. That's all I got. He very well might be. Um, you said that you found a comb and mirror uh, at Beatrice and Eleanor's. And Lovelace pulls them out, I think, and puts yeah. them on the desk. And Beatrice disappeared right around when Tristan died. She was talking about having a new man that she was very excited about. Mm-hmm. And while I am not certain about this, I'm pretty sure that Tristan lied to me right as we were exiting. I asked if uh, Tristan had any romantic partners, and he said none that he knew of. And I... He didn't make eye contact quite right. That's a hunch, though. So what I so, think that Tristan what, and Beatrice. So what do you think happened? I could be wrong about this. This is just me putting together clues and, and doing some guessing. But uh, I think Tristan and uh, Beatrice got together in some fashion. I don't really know how, like wh what exactly their relationship was, but uh, then Tristan died. Well, actually, we don't know. Either Tristan died or Beatrice disappeared first. We just only happened around the same time. You think one of them might be the tracker? I think so. I think one of them is. And then they killed the other one and have been Maybe. picking off the rest? Maybe. That doesn't make any sense. Like, well, why would they be killing, like, their old friends and co-workers? I don't think that's the whole picture. I think Pask is involved somehow in this. I don't know if he's necessarily controlling the Slytherin tracker, but he certainly recognized what one was when you mentioned it. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if he found out that his brother was... I don't know what his opinion is. Cavorting around with some outer city slum girl? Uh... I don't know if that's cause for murder, though. Who's benefiting from the entire workforce of the that butcher shop uh, being turned over? Pask implied that he was the sole owner now. Yeah, but like, why would he want to like go through the process of hiring new folks just so like he? has full control over it? That doesn't make any sense. He's wonder, already the owner. I wonder if the employees somehow knew that he'd done something wrong. Whether that be I don't know, murdering Tristan or disappearing Beatrice. So we've got to talk to Otto. We do. Um, what do you think about uh, that woman from the other butcher shop? Seems like R R Ramira. No, sorry, other woman from the butcher. Who, sorry, say that again. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Ramira. 
Ramira um, from the farm. Wait, Ramira was Ramira was the woman who gave eggs to Beatrice. Yeah. Yeah. And she was she a worker at? No, she wasn't a worker. But she was friendly with Beatrice, and Beatrice told her that she had a new man. I wonder yeah. if that was enough. Who would like the Slytherin tracker go and like murder her old best friend? I don't know that. I mean, I don't know that it's Beatrice. I mean, if it was, that doesn't make any sense. If it's Tristan, that doesn't make any sense either. Like, murdering your lover's best friend? Um, I think we're missing a few pieces of information. Like, well, if that book we read is right, whoever's made into a tracker has to consent. Um, Nathan, uh, would Kadam have any idea of what a doppelganger is? Mm. <clears throat> make an arcana check. I know you don't have arcana, but, but go ahead and make one. 19. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you know of them in the most basic sense that there are creatures that will take on the likeness of others and sometimes completely replace other people uh you know dispose of the original copy and then take over their lives okay here's a, so what, oh, hmm? here's a wild idea i just thought of uh i wonder if pask is a doppelganger that what? the original Pask was turned into a Slytherin tracker. <laughs> I'm really going out on a limb here right now. But that might explain that might explain uh, both the consent thing and murdering being willing to murder some folks. So like if the employees don't recognize would recognize that he's no longer the person he used to be then you'd want to get them all removed. Yeah. Suppose that's possible. It seems like something out of like a, a drama. Tale? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the the Guthmeers, the rival butcher shop in Libyan? She was involved with Tristan, the brother who died. Right. Um, I believe that was a theory that somebody threw out last session. I don't. My, my my notes say strange mm. friends to mm. the Guthmeers. Living is a bitter woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything about strange friends. I have a rivalry with other butcher Guthmeer, Livian, Manorside. Haven't been doing well the past couple years. I love I love this <laughs> <laughs> half remembered conversations. I um, don't. Livian was mentioned as the proprietor of the, or yeah, as Livian Guthmere. And I thought that she was brought up in the context of asking if Tristan had any strange friends. Uh, 
No. In the context what? of are there does he have any enemies? Yeah. That in oh, the context of that it was the Guth, the Guthmeers were or Guthmir. Uh Guthmir's were um yeah, were they have a, a bitter family rivalry. Mm-hmm. Could be worth hearing what she has to say. It could. I frankly think that she's a bit of a red heron, but it wouldn't hurt, I think. It would certainly confirm our story with Pask if word got back to him that, you know, we're heading in that direction. We also talked about heading up to Manorside and seeing if we couldn't talk to some servants up at uh, Little Looskers. Yeah, we could do that. I don't know if we... We don't have any leverage on them, unless you wanted to throw it around more of a box of screws's purse. I don't have any of that anymore. All right, then. Uh, I don't know if we could afford uh, manor-side servants anyway. Well, I imagine most of them don't live there. Well, maybe they do. Maybe. Um... What exactly did you tell Otto? That he may be in danger and that I'd contact him later. Alright. And so where to find like... me. Oh, alright. Alright. Um. I think he thought that I was asking him on a date. I was getting nervous energy from him even before you handed over the note. Yep. Alright. Poor boy. Poor boy. Poor boy. Uh, well, I will be an unexpected third wheel, I suppose. I suppose so. Um, thought. Yeah? If Pask suspects... Well, if Pask is uh, as cutthroat as he may be, I'm a little concerned about us being here with Otto this evening. What do you say moving your date to my dad's house? I was planning on just getting drinks with him down at Dockside, but we could do that, too. Sure. Okay, so here's... I I think it might be worth just getting Livian's perspective on the whole Pask-Tristan thing. That's fair, that's fair. Um, I would say I could go do that and then meet up with Otto afterwards. All right. Can I come with? Yeah, sure. I didn't know if you had another idea of what to do. Well, that and then going up to Manor side, but that's a trek and more money spent. Yep. I'd like to have more of a concrete objective up there. That's fair. Before we head up. Um, can I take another look at the mirror and comb? Of course. Do they... Go ahead. Can I ritual cast detect magic? Is that a ritual spell? It is. I'm going to ritual cast detect magic. Okay. Just so, to see. So that takes about uh, ten, ten minutes. minutes. Um, yeah. So uh, as as you're getting ready to head out, um, Kadam, you sit down, spend ten minutes with both of these, and at the end of the ten minutes, you don't get any magic. Uh, radiating off of either of them. Alright. They just look really nice. The mirror admittedly is in 
worse shape because it was sitting out, but... Oh. So how on earth could she have gotten these? She was getting eggs from a farmer's wife, like having to borrow eggs. Why, if she could afford things like these combs... No, these were gifts. They gotta be, but from who? Tristan. Oh, yeah. I guess so, huh? We also don't know if those eggs were uh, charity or friendship. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, as uh, you uh, finish this discussion and get ready to head out, you want to head to uh, Guthmere's, and then after that, just wait till um, Otto's shift ends and mm-hmm. head down to Dockside? Yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, not Dockside, uh, I think... Oh, Kadam, Kadam's uh, uh, parents' yeah. house. Okay, yeah. got it. I'll, I'll bring my, I'll bring my chicken along. You've <laughs> been <Right. laughs> walking along parents. with this, <laughs> with, this <laughs> with this wrapped chicken. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I forgot you bought well, a chicken. Put, put it in my satchel or something. Yeah, not a live chicken, um, no, mind you. Dead. Yeah, I like to think like when you were paying rent, you like gave it to one of the like meat heads to hold. <laughs> to hold You're like, I'll yeah. hold this while I get my purse out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Fantastic. <laughs> um all right well uh so as the two of you exit your home uh well lovelace's home and start to head back towards stony eyes uh so i had to do some checking around but both of you as you're leaving uh you spot an individual watching you from probably 120 feet away um, they look to be, uh, the human, um, from this distance you can see they, they have long black straight hair, um, and they're very slender, but yeah, just watching you from probably 120 feet away, um, tucked away, uh, like, tucked away in an alley, and you probably wouldn't have noticed um they're pretty nondescript just like they're they're just kind of leaning against the wall um almost swaying like like they're maybe a little out of it but you both catch as they look up and just are clearly watching the front of your home as you exit and then they turn front of Lovelace's house yeah about 120 feet down the street just okay. in a in a little alley, kind of leaning against the wall. Are they in the direction that we would need to walk to get to Guthmere's? Yep. Cool. Let's walk by them. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Um, you start heading down the street, and uh, as you get closer, you watch as they kind of stumble down the alley away from you. Um, and you continue going down the street past the alley, and as you look down um sorry um as you look down you see them just slip out of sight around the corner that's like where the alley kind of turns so so like following us or going somewhere else going uh, away from you kind of want to follow that guy Kidam. 
Time to chase same. him down. Absolutely. Let's just let's just amble. You want to go down the alley? Yeah. Uh, at least I want to make it seem like I am going a place. Okay. It happens to be in the same general direction as this other person. Okay. All right. You turn off to the right and start going down this this alley towards this individual that just slipped away. Um, as you come around the corner and you know just casually look, you can see it's just one of these narrow, you know, streets with the the oppressive buildings kind of pressing in. Um, there's not many two-story buildings here, but those that are just lean out, out a bit more. There's a lot of mud in this section. Uh, and you just see there's one, what looks to be like a filthy individual just like laying down in the mud. And as you pass, they look up at you and they gnarled mess of teeth and they <laughs> smile at you as you pass. Um, but looking down, you don't see the individual. They seem to not be on this street. There's, you know, it, then it, there's a couple of streets branching off, so you can keep going and actively look for them if you want. I'd like to go back to that person. Yeah. Uh, squat down and pull out three copper. <laughs> hey, friend. <laughs> you seen a human with uh, long black hair just go by here? Yeah. Drop it in. Give that over. <laughs> it went that way. To the right. Thank you very much. We'll go down to the right. Okay. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. No, I'm, I'm being quiet. I'm trying to not go clip, clop, clip, clop. <laughs> um, okay, you start... Uh, you're trying to be quiet. Go ahead. Do you want to make a stealth check? Yeah. I mean, sure. You're going to be all jingle jangly. <laughs> well, yeah, but I can pretend to be quiet. Hey. That's darn good. 17. Not 20. 24. <laughs> no clip clops. Not a single clip nor a clop. Wow. Very few jangles, too. Wow. Um, yeah. You both very quietly start going towards the corner where this um, individual pointed to. Uh... And then something kind of doesn't sit right with you, Kadam. The individual that was just sitting there in the mud, something about the way they looked at you was yep. off. It, it doesn't, it, like, like there was, um, there was surprise in the eyes, like the fact that you came down to talk to them, but not a surprise like, oh, I've been caught off guard. It was like, there was that moment where you could see them quickly calculating what to do. That's our doppelganger. That's um, our doppelganger. Uh, I'll, I'll put my hand on Lovelace's shoulder. Lovelace, sir. Uh, let's head back around to that fellow. I don't... Lovelace is in like hunt mode. Okay, you, and, like, you needs... turn around. Yeah. The individual but it's is like gone. able to be redirected. God damn it. Nah, look around for Make them. a perception check. Mm. I'm also going to make it. Go for it. I'm eight. so focused on. Yeah. <laughs> so an eight and a six. You scan this narrow alley filled with mud 
and there's a you can see a couple individuals are now just starting to kind of walk down casually you don't see anybody around that that looks like the individual you don't see anybody that seems to be trying to hide or run away um they seem to be gone get on yep what'd you say about them doppelgangers I don't know. Well, well what? Hmm. Hmm. It don't need to be a doppelganger. There's other magics that make you look different. Uh, let's let's go to Goofmere's. All right. Okay. You. I hate it when they get away. <laughs> <laughs> you head out uh. of. The alley. I'm um, clip clopping now. Yeah. <laughs> Defiantly clip clopping. <laughs> um, you head out of the alley and back out into the main thoroughfare and into Stony Eyes and find yourselves, after a little bit of time, standing in front of Guthmere's. Um, yeah, as I described, you see this small brick building there with all the cured and smoked meats. Um, and you want to head inside? Okay. Oh. Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad. I'm mad. <laughs> um, stepping in to this uh, establishment, you find yourself in a stone-floored room, and it is strong with the aromas of smoked meat and spices. Uh, you can see there are very various cuts of sausages and, like, you know, legs and all kinds of things. Um, and behind the counter somewhat similar setup to the last place um you can see there's this kind of bulbous woman with a top like a top bun of thin hair um and she turns around and her face is a bit pinched um she has this dirty apron on and she uh or she doesn't turn around so she looks up because she has this big leg of smoked meat in front of her and she's just slowly carving off these thin strips as she looks up and just kind of grunts as you walk in. And she's just carving off these strips. Nod back. And uh, start exploring the counters. Okay. You want to just search through the meats? I want to I want to take a, a subtle look around the room just to see what I can see. I, um, I'm looking for like we've been told that they've been having trouble the past couple of years. Hmm. I want to see if that looks like it's accurate. Okay. I want to see about how large this place is, how many yeah. people are around. Go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, Lovelace, do you want to do anything as Kadam starts perusing? I guess like just back that up. Okay. Do the same thing. Sure. You want to make what? a perception check as well? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Eleven. It's better than the Eleven. Six. We're both doing better. <laughs> um... I mean, looking around, you just see, like, all various types of meat in here. Just all kinds of smoked meat, um, sausages, yeah. Um, and you, uh, you do eventually hear, <coughs> Are you all gonna buy something? I wonder if you had any chicken rubs. <laughs> chicken rubs. Yeah. Just points to a shelf. 
And you can see there's various like jars of, of spices. Um you want anything else? Okay. You head over there. Um she looks towards you, Lovelace, and puts the knife down. Anything for you, love? No, I'm I'm with them. Alright. You know if you need anything. Um as you turn to uh go join Kadam Lovelace, you swear you catch a bit of movement out of the corner of your eye. Um as you swear that the leg that she's carving something twitches. What? Um and then she just carves that piece off. And keeps going back to carving it. Get on. Yes. Hey, Jack plays magic. Nice to see you. Sorry, <laughs> that's uh, I know that guy. Good to see you. <laughs> Get on. Jack, what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you uh, you still got that um, magic sensing thing? Okay, oh, yeah. Not in. Not where that leg twitched. There are eight legs in this room, as far as I can tell. Which one of them? The one that oh. she was carving. Well, I didn't see that. Um, did I? No, you did not see the leg twitch. Just yeah. uh, Lo- Lovelace caught yeah, it. The one she's currently uh, chopping on. Oh, not one attached to a person right now. No, no, no. Oh. I mean, sometimes, like, legs do that, right? If they're, like, really freshly killed, like, the the meat still, like, well, I don't this... know. This wasn't like that, though. This wasn't like that, right? The, no, this is, like, a smoked leg. <laughs> like, okay. It would be very surprising if this thing twitched because it had been freshly killed. Like, yeah, it's probably been curing in, in the smokehouse for who knows how long. Um, under... Well, I will. I will take a chicken rub okay. spice mixture and cast detect magic, kind of with my back to her. Okay. Um. You don't pick up any magic. Why would a leg twitch? I mean, there are reasons, but this one don't seem to be magical. There's no magic. No magic. Anywhere in the room. Sorry. I know. I will, I will go over to her. Okay. Uh, and um... She puts the knife down again, looks up. Uh, can I help you? Are you going to pay for that? Uh, I am. I was also wondering... Um, my friend Lovelace and I, my name is Gidam, are from the Healer's Crew. And uh, we're... Investigating a few unusual deaths. <laughs> Talking about all of the deaths at the Dluskas. <laughs> yes, actually, now that you mention it. Uh, I'm just glad that bloody hasn't affected me. Well, what do you want to know? I was wondering if you could tell us anything that you know about, well, the Dluskas, uh, Tristan and Pask. Uh. And brothers. Um, 
I don't, bunch of lousy folks over there. Why are you asking? We had an interesting conversation with Pask earlier today, and I wanted another opinion, really. What do you say? Well, I admit I don't really want to sully your judgment necessarily. Is it all right if? It's all right if I tell you in a moment. Once I have your opinion, that's your own. A bunch of twats over there. I'll tell you what, them brothers, they don't, hate, don't have any brotherly love for each other. I know it was a big tragic thing that happened over there, but I'll tell you what, you, anybody could tell you that that past was just delighted. His brother being off like that. <laughs> I think so. I do think so. Are you going to buy anything else in here? I might have a little bit of extra coin for your time. Alright. I could get behind that. Um, lovely, so you swear you see another on the leg behind her. Uh, what else you want to know? Do you have any idea why the, well, at least Pask disliked Tristan so much? Honestly, I don't fucking know. Just hated each other. Who knows? Didn't want to get too involved. That's fair. And they, they co-owned uh, Hamhawks? Well, he's, uh, he has family-run thing. Generations. Father, he stoned it, then he passed, and then Tristan was made the owner. Can you think of why somebody might want to off all the employees like that? Like, what's happening? Don't know. To be honest, uh... You think there's foul play? Potentially, yeah. It's been suggested. Hmm. I've heard weird things, though, about them deaths. Yeah? What have you heard? Ah. Uh, rumors spread, probably, but heard there was people found in locked rooms. Like they drowned or something. Uh, I exchanged Those are the uh, rumors I've heard. Uh, a slightly startled glance with Lovelace. <laughs> That's awful. Do you have any idea what could cause someone to drown? And I mean, were they all in their bathtubs or something? I, I don't know. I just, there was a story saying it seems like they wouldn't be. Why else would you talk about it if people was found in them bathtubs? Well, I don't know. Just... Look, are you going to buy anything else? I'm getting a bit... Actually, now that you mention it, that that uh, that leg you're carving up looks oh, yeah. mighty good. Can I, can I get a little bit? Of, of course. Uh, one moment. You want uh, how much you want? Uh, let's go a pound. It looks great. All right, works for me. <laughs> Love. Half of the flesh goes over, starts carving off these thin strips of meat from it. Um, this is like. It looks to be maybe both of you would there, there's quite a few especially in the outer city there's a lot of like 
Omnian cuisines, um, which is to put it into like our world analog is kind of like Spanish style. Um, so this appears to almost be this like cured meat with these really thin strips that uh, she's carving off. Um, probably very nice. Um, so she starts eagerly carving off, you know, getting close oh, to no, a pound, a pound too much? of this <laughs> fine cured meat. Um, God, but, I haven't gone like grocery shopping since the pandemic started. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember how much food is. <laughs> uh, can you can you make a perception check for me though, Lovelace? As I uh, would she's doing love this. to. Twenty three. <laughs> yeah, I can only roll high or low today. Um, as she's carving this off eagerly for you, there's a couple things you notice. Um, this meat is you know been heavily cured it's it's got that like dark coloration to the skin um and the flesh itself is a very dark color uh <laughs> oh god twitch me twitch oh god um but as she's carving it this time you're certain you see one of the tendons in the leg just kind of like retract on itself a bit and go back to tot um also the coloration of the flesh is a little off like it something off about the color of it it's not quite what you would expect uh ham to be um it's it's just a bit too dark like maybe it's been cured a little too long or heavily smoked or something to maybe mask something about it do I catch that last twitch? Uh, go ahead. You make a perception check too, because you because you are probably watching eagerly as well. Mm-hmm. What'd you uh, get? Twenty-three. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and, um, you saw it as well, and you can also pick up all the other details I mentioned. Where uh, where you get this? It looks mighty fine. It's from the pigs out back. Some of the finest ones in the area, better than those fucking Luskas, I tell you that. <laughs> I would like to insight check that. Uh, yeah, I can insight check. Insight is plus two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finest pigs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you just can't you can't read her. I mean she seems genuinely yeah. like pleased, you know, like proud of the meat. So Yeah. Yeah. So, um do you either, either of you want to do anything as she finishes carving up a pound of this meat? I got nothing. Do you know anything about uh like the Luska's relationship with their employees? Uh, nope. Don't really care. Fair. Uh, gotta do a quick... You know, okay. I think I know. Uh, that'll run you about, um... See, she weighs it. Uh, eight gold. Excuse me? It's the that's, finest that's, meat you can buy here. Yeah, but you that's more than... Do you have any idea how long twice. this has been curing for and spiced and 
And all these pigs we got here are some of the finest in Baldur's Gate. Feed them only the best. I'm sorry. Uh, I wish you had a price tag on that. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. Even, I just like paid rent. Uh, I could take like a quarter of that. At that price. I'm sure All it's right. lovely though. A quarter. Takes it, unwraps it, starts pulling out some of the meat, putting it away, weighing it out. Um so that's what? Uh two gold? Yeah. Two uh Alright. There you go. So two gold. Today. And uh and as she's um you're about to pay her, you could both of you kind of hear um what sounds like someone running up a flight of stairs, uh, like stone steps, um, and from behind her there's a sudden as the back door just slams open and you see a woman standing there, panting uh, just a bald head she's like red in the face sweat dripping down, wide eyed and she comes bursting into the room and then sees both of you and uh, the woman who's been helping you looks incredibly irritated towards this other woman who just came in. Uh, uh, Livian, um, we've had issue, uh, we're, we're having issues with the livestock. Uh, could you come help us, please? Uh, we're having an issue right now. Uh, all right, well, take your meat, take your meat and, uh, I, I have to deal with this. Sometimes the pigs get out, and it's a bit of an issue. Um, I really have a know how to oh, handle yeah, it. Yeah, I understand. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, all right. Well, please, please leave. Uh, yeah, I need to we, close we, up shop. Yep. And then your two gold, please. Uh-huh. Take the gold, pockets it, um, and then she just starts shooing you out of the shop as the other woman's just standing there kind of panting, sweat dripping down her face. Um, she shoos you out the door, <laughs> slams it, and disappears into the shop. Oh, she, like you see her to... grab the w the window shutters and slam those shut as well. I would like to immediately go back in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, Kidam, you go around back. I'll go back in, see if I can follow. Ooh. All right. Uh, okay. It sounds wonderful. Love it. Um, uh, I need to know. So, Kidam, you're going to go around back. Easy enough. Mm -hmm. um, I, would like to, I would like to try and stealth. Yes, you can, you can do that. Um, lovely how are you going to go back through the front door now that she's closed everything up? What what, what was your plan? Is it so is it locked? I can just pick the lock real quick. Okay, yeah, you um, go to grab the door. It is definitely locked. Okay, let's let's uh, pick that lock. Okay, do you have thieves tools? I have thieves tools with proficiency. Awesome, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it just like, hasn't Ooh. come up yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's in a crowbar sort this, of situation. Okay. Uh, just okay. Just putting it out there. This is like very close to you know the entrance to Baldur's Gate. This is the main thoroughfare, Cobblestone hmm. Street. Lots of people moving around. You're welcome to do this. You can probably you know slide a hand it to try to make it look like you're just walking in, but. Uh, uh, I'll say that it'll raise the DC slightly if you're trying to unlock it without drawing attention. I will try to unlock it without drawing attention. Okay, okay. So this is... Cover stories, I left something in there. Got it, okay, okay. Uh, 
Kadam, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, let's do you first as you start to go around the backside. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, you entirely respectable. Respectable. Yeah. You you casually stroll back around, and this is um, this area is very like muddy and and sloppy. Um, so you're kind of like having to walk through this thick mud around the side of the building where there's not really any paths or anything. Um, and it's not too far as you get around the side of the building and you look around, nobody's paying attention to you and you kind of look around the corner and it's this narrow little um, alley between the butcher shop and to the right is uh, the larger building where you can see the where it looks to be the smokehouse and there's a, a, a fence that runs along in front of you where it looks like all the pigs are kept um and there's essentially two doors that you could try there's the one to the left they would go back into the butcher shop um and it did look like there was another room or something um and then there's the one to the right which goes into what's probably the slaughterhouse and smoke you know smokehouse and all that uh do i see stone stairs anywhere uh no um what you're kind of looking at is it, you know, the butcher shop is like a rectangular building and there's a little bit of like a bump that comes off the back where it looks like there's a smaller room. So maybe there's stairs inside that smaller room. I'm going to try the slaughterhouse. Okay. Um, as you go over and go to open the door to go in there, let's go to Lovelace. What are you going to... So you're going to try to casually pick this lock in the open street. I'm I'm reconsidering. I'm reconsidering. I'm reconsidering. Okay. I mean, can I, like, give it a try, and if it doesn't, like, work quickly, just, like, bug out and go around back? Uh, if... If it doesn't work... Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll set up the potential consequences, so... Yeah, yeah. Since you're, since you're having this moment where you're, like, nervously deciding whether to go through with this or not... You do look over your shoulder, and you do see that there are uh, there. There's a flaming fist um, who is walking through this area, and then just kind of leaning against a wall. Not no, like focus. I'm not. You, I'm not. I'm not good enough there for is, this part. There is a flaming fist present oh. in the area. So. Oh no. Okay. No, so if, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Okay. 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 I'm gonna pick this lock. Just go for it. it. Like maybe like. I like put like a wood chip or something on the like the latch going okay. out. Uh, a wood chip to do what? To... to to like make it so like it couldn't like quite latch properly. Oh, okay. I don't know. Let's see how this goes. Fourteen. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's middling. That's not bad. You go uh, up to the door. And just act like this you've done this before, like nothing's wrong, and bring your lockpick down. Try not to get too invested in what you're doing. And as you slip the tools in, it is a very simple lock. Um, you are able to just slip your tool right in, and you feel it click. Kind of look over your shoulder. You see the flaming fist is just looking off down the street. And you turn, and you hear it. And you just open the door. and I'm so good at this! Duck inside. <laughs> Close the door behind you. You're now inside of the darkened butcher shop, yep. surrounded by all the meat. Okay, okay. Gonna go down those stairs or wherever they came in, being stealthy centaur. 
Okay. Stealthy Centaur. Okay. Be so You've stealthy. got the stairs. So stealthy. So stealthy. Okay. Let me. Um... I'm so glad that worked. All right. So go uh. ahead and make your stealth check as you start working your way through this uh, room. God, like every single one of my skill checks is just like plus four. I'm so glad I got those proficiencies. Nathan. Oh no! <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, I gotta. Um... Nathan. I see it! Nathan! I see it! Uh... Okay, okay. Okay, you. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm trying to consider. I'm trying to consider the consequences of this. We're still on the Baldur's Gate map, also. Yeah, I, I'm. Okay. Yeah. You go to the back of the shop, trying to be as quiet as possible, slowly opening that back door, and you see that as you go to open it, it is slightly ajar, so you're able to just push it open. Uh, but one of your hooves, as you're rounding the corner to go inside, catches the shelf next to you. And you feel it kind of tip. And as you look over, you can just see all of the spices on there filled in these little glass jars just topples over onto the ground with a loud, loud just scattering across the ground uh, as you're standing at the top of the stairs. It was incredibly loud. What do you do? I have made a distraction. Time to go back outside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, as you turn to run, um, you do hear sounds coming from down the stairs. Because it, just as you push that door open, you could see there were stone oh. stairs leading down. And you could hear sounds coming from down, uh, down below. What kind you, of sounds, Nathan? Uh, I mean, you roll the natural one in your stealth, and you're in fight or flight. Are you going to stay here and try to find out what these sounds are, or try to run and not be seen? No, I'm a barbarian. We're going down these stairs. Okay, so you start to run away and then stop yourself. Oh. Turn and face the door, hearing this cacophony. It's, it's actually a bit of sound coming up from the stairs. You hear a lot of, like thumping and things smacking into stone. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Active combat. And Time to go down. Before you go uh, down, though, Kadam, you're outside, uh, and you yeah. open... Uh, you go to open the door to the slaughterhouse. It opens. This back door is not locked. Um, and you push it open, and you find yourself standing in this stone room with what looks to be... Um, kind of like an iron rail system almost uh, above you. Mm-hmm. And you can see there are some fresh uh, pigs carcasses that have been, you know, uh, skinned and all that, like hanging from the, the these like meat hooks on this, this like iron rail. Uh, it's relatively small. Um, the room does not smell great. There's quite a bit of blood on the ground. Uh, and you can see there's a door to your right door directly in front of you, which looks to go um, into the smokehouse based on the exterior. Um, and then there's one off to the left. It's a bit of a bigger door um, off to the left. Right. But there's nobody currently in here. Do I hear the shattering? 
I don't think so because just because you are inside of another building with mm-hmm. all this brick separating the two of you. So. All right. Also, um, it's a natural one, so I need. I feel like I need to like maybe stack the consequences a little. Like, or it's a natural one, that. so it's even louder. No. So it gets through the brick. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, I'll go left. Uh, oh, sorry. I I meant to say right. So you want to go to the door directly to your right? Uh, you, you said that there were three doors. Yeah. One there's... to my left, one to my right, and one down at the end that looks like it's the. Oh, house. yeah. Sorry. It's it's like. Key corner left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the one next to the smokehouse. Okay. You go. Uh, sure. You go over to that door, and uh, it's it's a it's a larger door. It looks like it's it's probably um, meant for like quick access. Uh, and as you push it open, again the smell is not great. And you push open this door, and you just see that this room there is a um, large brass what looks like a brass furnace um, in one corner. A lot of like kind of viscera on the ground um, and a like table off to the right like a a metal table and it looks like there is essentially um, I don't know if you know what awful is O-F-F-A-L so Mm -hmm. this is like all the like innards that you would find resting on that table do they all look like pig innards um make a medicine check Uh, 18. 18. Most of them do. There's one that catches your eye, though. It's quite large. Probably, um, you would have first assumed it was probably the lower intestine of a pig, but it is much too big to, to belong to a pig. And it ain't a cow either? It's there's something just like weird about the makeup of this intestine. It doesn't look right. And as you're, do you want to do something? I'm gonna cut back to Lovelace in a second. I was gonna like try and look into the like either cut open or just peer into one end of the intestine. Okay. Yeah. As you uh, go up to it, look inside. Um. What you what catches you as you approach this intestine is the coloration of it is is almost like like a grayish, and as you get close to it, th- your your nostrils kind of burn a little, and there's this very acidic, um, like like vapors in the air, and it seems as though the intestine itself has been saturated uh, in in acid of some sort, um, but like peeling it open and kind of looking into it, it doesn't look like there's anything really of note inside. So it's been cleaned? I'll leave that up to your interpretation. It just seems like it's been dunked in acid. We are in an active combat situation. So... I don't know that! (laughs) So, uh, as you're you're wondering this, Lovelace, you step into the top of the stairs... I'm I'm crashing through the stairs. It's time to go loud. Okay, you want to just do you want to run down the stairs? Yeah. Okay, you peel around the corner and look down this stone set of stairs that goes maybe 15 feet down into the earth into some sort of basement. And <laughs> Oh boy. Let me find some things here. 
I need my spellcaster. Where is my spellcaster? Why do we split the party like this? Because <laughs> it's fun. Because it's fun. I. Uh... Oops. That's not where I meant to go. There it is. That's what I wanted. Nothing's happening. Don't worry. Why is it Just... twitching? Are, are the legs mimics? Do they have like a mimic? <laughs> a bunch of mimics! <laughs> uh, as you go to to start galloping down these stairs, uh, you hear shouting and screams, and you suddenly watch as the uh, woman who is helping you just gets flung through. There's a small door down at the bottom of these stairs, and she gets flung through the door and poof, up against the stone wall and just slides down looking a bit unconscious. Just poof, and slumps down, just a bit, slumps down onto the stone. Uh, and you can hear through the doorway this this sound of something. It's, it's not great. It's very muffled, but you hear this like, and you can hear um someone uh the other woman you can hear her going ah, no please 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 and you can hear like someone being dragged across stone what do you want to do i'm going into the place where things are bad or happening okay you go running down the stairs pushing past the unconscious uh woman who is helping you and as you rear around the corner looking into this room you find yourself in a relatively small stone basement uh the smell that that just erupts into your nostrils and burns is acrid and you can see there's all these like uh, uh probably steel pots on either side of the room as you're looking in and at the back of the room you can see that first, uh, the, the woman that came running up from the stairs. You see that she's on the ground being dragged towards this bloody mess of something. You see one massive kind of pale green arm shackled up onto the stone wall. You see another massive pale green arm with a shackle dang dangling off of its wrist and it has its big, thick, meaty hand around this woman's leg, and it's just pulling her towards this body of a large humanoid-looking thing. But it's where its legs should be, there's just little, like, baby nubbins kind of coming off. And where its, in like, interior bits are, it's all been carved away. You can see little bits of intestine kind of spilling out, but most of it has been removed. You see the liver has been removed. And where the head is, is just this big, elongated, pale green head covered in warts, thick black hair, and it has a thick leather muzzle strapped around its face as it's just pulling this woman towards it. <sighs> what do you want to do? I'm gonna try to save the woman. Let's get them separated. Okay. I gotta. I gotta. I. Oh my god, this is Nathan. Why do you do this? <laughs> I hate this. Here, I'm moving you to the map. Oh, yeah, that's. That sure is a troll icon on that map. <laughs> oh my god, no! 
Okay. Uh, you also one other thing is you you do notice is there is what looks to be just the like the utter pulp of another person lying in the corner. Um, so what do you do to try to help her as she's being pulled toward this thing and it looks like it's about to just probably fling her into the wall. Um, what do you want to do? You gonna try to grab her? You gonna try to? I could cut its arm off. You could definitely try. Didn't you say its arm was disconnected from its body? Oh, Wait. sorry. No, it's 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 still connected. The only parts that were actually disconnected were where its legs should be. Have just are just these little like baby nubs. Like if those of you have seen Deadpool, like little. Anyways, um, what do you want to do? I think. Try to pull her away while like hacking at the wrist. It'll get better. You want to? Sorry, you want to pull, pull, pull this woman out of its grip. Okay, and not hack the wrist. Maybe like one hand pulling on her, and the other hand like using a hand axe to like okay. weaken the grip. Well, it, so we'll call it. It's going to be an attack roll because that's the primary thing is trying to. I mean, okay. are, you, are you trying to sever, or are you just trying to get her out? I'm just trying to get her out. Okay, so, like, then we'll, so do we can... we'll do athletics check then. So you're going to do a contested athletics check, check with the troll, trying mm-hmm. to pull this... Oh, it's the troll, Nathan? Oh, I'm sorry. That... Yeah. No, not a troll. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, uh, why am I attacking the thing that... Oh, I feel bad. I feel conflicted. You're. I mean, you're doing an athletics check to try to pull her free, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make your check. Let 16. me let me change my thing so it's not DM rolls only. Okay, here we go. That is a seventeen. That is just n- not quite enough. As you reach down and grab this woman, you see her look up at you, pale faced, and for a moment she goes <laughs> and just gets ripped out of your arms as this thing just whips her into the wall next to it. Um, I'm just gonna do... I'm just gonna do bludgeoning damage. Like, it's it's just grabbing her and whipping her into the wall. Uh, so we'll call it... We'll call it 2d6 as it slams her into the wall. I That's, would like a leg refund. Okay, yeah, that... She's a... Okay, um... She just slams into the wall with a crack and goes limp. And now this thing is there holding this woman by the leg and then looks towards you. And you just see it look up towards its other arm that's shackled and it grabs on and is trying to like pull it loose. What do you want to do? Uh, Get the unconscious woman and get back up the stairs. Okay. You can definitely do that. Scoop her up. Fireman's carry. Start going up the stairs. And as you do, you can just hear the muffled, like, bellows of this thing underneath. As it's trying to pull loose. And you just start galloping up the stairs. This is awful. This is awful. This is awful. This is awful. Okay. You get up the stairs. Um, I mean, Lovelace, I guess what I want to ask is what are you planning to do when you get up to the top of the stairs? I had not thought that far ahead. Oh, God, I need a I need a priest. I need ethic 
I I chase things. I hit them. I protect them. Ugh. Um, this woman. I think I just I need to go find Kidam. I gotta I gotta find him. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna like. Are Are there any other like? corridors in the back room that I can no, like, get it's, to the... It is literally just this set of stairs down into this basement. So you, you, if you go up to the top of the stairs, um, here I can move you to the other map. Um, mm-hmm. You see that there is um, a door to your left and a door to your... Well, the door you came in is to your right. So you could try opening the door to your left. Um, but This yeah. map is totally black for me. It is. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe it's because... How about now? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Here, I will uh, just move you both over to this map since Kadam is currently in this area as well. So, Kadam, you find yourself in this room that you're at. So there's a door that I haven't been through? Mm-hmm. It's hard to read this map. I'm sorry, it's to the north. Yeah. Yeah, over this Okay, way. yeah, I'm going to just crack that door open. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's so it's locked, but you're on the other side, so easy enough. You you uh, crack it open, and you can see um, the exterior outside and another building across the way, and just the muddy ground. Uh, I'm gonna just stick in my head out and yell, "Kadam!" Kadam, you hear uh, Lovelace call to you. I will run. Okay. I don't think we necessarily need a map for this, depending on what you all yeah. do next. But um, you come running it's out, helpful. Kadam. Um, I think I step outside and like lean this person up against the like wall on the mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. I, I will sprint over to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, cast spare the dying. Uh, yeah, that 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 does exactly what you expect to do. So you run up and what cast spare the dying, and she seems stabilized what's wrong what's going on they have a troll down there they've been carving it up for meat regenerating it's down there it's in a lot of pain and it just killed two people would i have nathan again like how much do i know about trolls (laughs) uh go ahead (laughs) and make another make yeah make make another arcana check um lovelace if you want to do it as well we'll see kind of Mm -hmm. like for both of you just kind of like like, is it, you know, what is your extent of knowledge about trolls? Cool. 13. Cool. 13? Okay. And 17. 17. Okay. Uh, I would say with the, uh, I would say that Kadam trolls, trolls are things, that they're, they're monsters out in the, in the world. Um, there's lots of stories about how awful they are. Um, you know that they have these, uh, there's lots of stories about them, like, almost seeming to be unkillable. Um, Lovelace, with a 17, you know all that, plus the fact that if you douse them in acid or burn them, it will stop the regeneration property. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say that you know one other thing, which is they, they, like, there are stories of people actually talking with trolls. Like, they're not they're not just beasts. They, they can talk. They're like, we heard one a couple days ago. Huh? We heard a story a couple days ago with people talking to a troll. Could you remind Oh, me? that's right. <laughs> uh, the Billy Goat's Gruff. Yeah, that's right. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you you know that they can converse, but they don't necessarily speak 
common. Like, it's likely something else. Kiram, I don't know what to do. They've been torturing this sentient, sentient being and eating it. Let's go down there. It will kill you if it gets within arm's reach. Um, we could go down. You could try to... Its legs are stumps, Kidam. It's in a room full of acid. Do we call the fist? What do we want to ha- happen here? I would like it to stop suffering. I don't know how to communicate. Can you communicate with them? If we call the fist, they'll likely kill it. That'll do it. That. Yeah. I think it- that's the easiest way. Yeah. Is that what we want, though? Is it the best way? Let, let's... I want to try. I want to try talking. I, I, I can try and heal it some. I don't know. Okay. Go down there. Okay. Okay, you both. Uh, you're muted. You're, you're muted. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was, I was typing, and uh, I was informed that when I type, um, it is incredibly loud, and I feel really bad <laughs> in the past when I've done that. Um, okay, you head down the stairs, and you can just hear the clattering of chains and the muffled screams of this thing. And as you round the corner, Kadam, you can see, you can see the troll there, chained up to the wall, uh, sitting in a bit of like blood and viscera around it. And then all these uh, buckets of acid. And you can see off to the side, there's another table with various butcher's equipment um, on it. And then now there's the two bloody masses of people that have been killed by it. Um, as you... I will mm-hmm, just throw a, a... Oh my gosh, my brain's saying pass without a trace. Uh, <laughs> the one I just did. Spare the dying. Uh, spare the dying. Both of them. Okay. Oh, right, because you're... Uh, right, okay. Yeah, um, interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do a quick roll for one of one of them. You cast it, and you it you immediately feel the magic doesn't connect. That is a dead right. body. The other one, let's find out. I'm just gonna do. No, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's that one on the D20. Yeah, they're dead. They're both dead. All right. <laughs> And then I would like to sit on the ground. Okay. Uh, I think just out of reach of the troll. Yeah. And I'm gonna 
relax my shoulders and my neck and release my abdomen just sit there as physically relaxed as I possibly can and look over at it you see it's say, just pulling and then it yeah like pulling at the leather yeah I can get that off if you want doesn't seem to it, like it stops but it doesn't seem to really understand what you're saying can I heal you I would like to make you feel better um, I will I will hold out my palms and kind of inquiringly uh-huh um it kind of looks at you. <laughs> you can kind of hear what sounds like language, muffled language trying to come through, but it's not common. You get the sense it doesn't speak or understand common. That's all right. Um... Uh, make a... Make... Make... Make a persuasion check. I think just to see if you can communicate that you're trying to be, and make it make it with advantage because you were you've really put yourself like in a passive position. That's all right. Uh, persuasion, eighteen with advantage. Yeah. Okay. Um, it. And it just goes back to trying to pull the thing off. But it doesn't seem like... It doesn't read you as a threat. Um, Lovelace, do you want to do anything as you're kind of over Kadam's shoulder watching The last this? thing I did was, like, hit it at its hands as it yeah. was, like, killing one of its captors. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel equipped to de-escalate here. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Kadam? I'm just going to uh, keep speaking in common. Just just to keep speaking okay um, i'm gonna i'm gonna touch you right now and i'm gonna heal you um i ask that you not attack me but i understand if you do and i will slowly carefully like signaling gestures signaling my movement will go and touch whatever part of this troll is nearest me and cast cure wounds okay so this is I, I, I love this. This is very going to be really dangerous because I recognize that its arms are like this, right? So the arms would be closed, but they're they're up here dealing with the manacles and the the muzzle. So really, the closest thing you could try to get to is its kind of its stumps, which would mean you'd have to go into the room and get right up next to it and reach out and grab it. You could also like reach out for its hand and let it. Hopped in. I think lovely whispers. As you see, yeah, you see Kadam starting to like go <laughs> into the room. That's a good idea. Lovely. Um, <laughs> I will, yeah, I will go into the room. I will get within melee range. Okay. Um, okay. and I think hold out my hand to it and essentially hold cure er, cure cure wounds. So okay. Hand starts glowing softly. Okay. 
Um, so, as you go into the room, it tugs at that manacle, and you hear kind of a kink, kink, and you can see it starting to bend a little bit, but it hasn't broken yet. Um, and you step into the room holding your hand out, and it... Um, I want you to make one more check for me. One more. We'll do persuasion again. You can do it with advantage, because you're really, like, putting yourself out there, being as passive about this as possible. And we'll see if it... There we go. 24. Okay. And it kind of ching. And you can see there is a call around its neck as well that's attached to the back of the wall. <clears throat> and it reaches out with this massive hand, just these big, thick, callousy hands with um, just thick, dirty fingernails coming off of it that have come down into claws. They look like they could just rend you apart. And it grabs onto your hand and you feel the pressure squeezing down. It starts to hurt a bit. And you want to cast Cure Wounds? Cure Wounds. Okay, go ahead. Um, that is eight points of healing. Is this a first? <laughs> Casting cure wounds on a troll? Uh, but no, it's amazing. This is incredible. Um, okay. it You feel it starting to, like, crush your hand. And it's starting to pull you closer to it. And then suddenly, it stops. And the pressure releases a bit. And you can see where one of those stumps are. It kind of it starts to come out a little bit. Not fully regrowing, but you see it starting to reform. And you see some of the, the carve marks on his body. It's it's kind of remarkable because you're witnessing something that maybe you knew intuitively, but because this thing has been carved up and exposed, you're watching the anatomy of it actually starting to restitch back together within it. And it And it just slowly lets go of your hand. Looks towards you. <laughs> Saying something. Yeah, um... I look over my shoulder at Lovelace. I'd like to take that muzzle off. Sounds good. Do you want me to do it? Or do you got this? <laughs> I could try. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll turn back to it. Uh, I'm 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 gonna take take the muzzle off. You look up and you can see it's thick leather muzzle, and on one side it does have what looks to be some sort of lock, like a an uh, iron lock holding it in place. Mm. Um, uh, I, I glance about for a key. Sure, yeah. Um, 
Make an investigation check. Can I assist? Yeah. You'll have to come into the room. Or I guess you could you could poke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do see, though, as you kind of make your presence a little more known, Lovelace, that mm-hmm. the troll does tense up yeah. looking at you. Uh, go ahead. Re-relax as that happens. Mm-hmm. What is your check? Uh, 17. 17, okay. Um, looking over at the bodies, you can see that um, the woman, there is what looks to be a little iron key that has slipped out from something tied around her neck, and it's just lying there on the floor. The bald woman? Yeah, the bald woman. All right. Um, I will, again, slowly, making it very clear what I am doing, go over to her body, take yeah. that off. At this point, the troll just watches you. You take it off, come up towards its face. It kind of flinches, and you... will pull back. And then it lets you approach. As you unlock that lock, pull the muzzle off, and you are just accosted with horrendous, horrendous breath just washing over you as the muzzle falls down onto the ground and it and you see these just predatory teeth filling its mouth um, with bits that are rotted away uh, and you can see like other rows that are popping out from underneath and and below but it looking down at you. And then it points up towards the manacles on it. Yeah. Um. I turn back to Lovelace. I don't know how to... I don't know how to ask it to stay here for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that too. Like, what's the... What's the long-term plan here? Like, we, we get out of the city? Yeah. It's gonna be like Free Willy, but with a troll. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I know this is a very, like, dark situation. Yeah. I'm just... just. Do we, do we know of any group? Like, is there... Would there be the Emerald Enclave here somewhere in town? Yeah. Uh, is there a... What would people's reactions be if they saw a troll walking around on the street? Likely incredibly hostile. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. How'd they get his friend in here? I don't know. We could ask Livian. You hear it (laughs) pointing up at him. Yeah, yeah. um... Outside is very dangerous for you. Um, I, I point up the stairs. Outside. You... It, it you reaches down and grabs die. grabs onto your hand that has the key and starts to pull you up towards the lock as you were yanked across the room. Oh. And it's trying to, like, slam your hand into the manacle. Oh. I, I will unlock it. Yeah. Okay. okay. You as the the manacles slump onto the ground, and it <sighs> 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 <sighs>
and it looks down towards the slumped body of the bald woman. <laughs> and it reaches over and grabs onto her, bringing her up to the mouth and just mm-hmm. and bites down and starts you know to That's devour this woman. As you back away, you watch as this thing just starts to eat the bald woman, reaches over, grabs the other slump body, pulls it up, and starts to shovel pieces of that individual who does seem to, as it picks up the individual, you watch as it was actually in two halves, and it grabs one half and plops it into its mouth, grabs the other, and it's just devouring it. Um, and then after finishing this, if you let it do its thing, yeah, I, I think while it's eaten, I would like to take Lovelace into the stairwell. Yeah, yeah like, okay. just like, we have that second to talk, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we know anybody who can speak troll? Uh, can we roll, like... Pavu. Who? Pavu. I bet Pavu can speak troll. <sighs> okay. I can go get Pavu. Do you think you could stay here and just try to stall it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can. Um, maybe keep, maybe take Livian up, at least into the into the shop, just so that it can't see her. So Livian's out back right now. If it tries to come oh, up the stairs, that's fine. Yeah. If it tries to come up to the stairs, maybe you could stall it in the front room. All yeah. all the windows and stuff are closed right now because they closed true. up. That's true. That's true. I'll lock the door on my way out. Please do. So, since we're at nine o'clock, as you yeah. are devising this plan, oh God, we are. and you, uh, you're getting ready to, to like leave because you know this is a ticking time bomb. You start to hear. As pots are flying around the room, you hear the metal table, and then you hear from behind you, Kadama, as you look over, as it's pulling itself towards the door, and it looks like it's getting ready to try to just leave. Um, And you'll have to deal with that next time. Lovelace is getting ready to run. Um, yeah, so surely we'll be done in two sessions. <laughs> yeah, let's just like go have a quick chat. Like we could maybe we do it like out of character, just to yeah. do, like a gather information check, probably, right? Oh, I was, I wanted you to go talk to Livian so badly because I was sitting on this. I just wanted you to go talk to her and find oh. out about this awful thing. Really quick, um, I'm gonna actually do this on screen because I think this, um, I think this is important for, for, I don't know, just to show our audience like this is how I like to run games and this is what I want to do. Just we'll do it briefly. I want to check in with both Olive and Claire. How are y'all doing? Was this okay? Was this too far? Like, do we not ever want to have shit like this again in our story? Because uh, I know this was like, yes, it's a troll. Yes, we're in a fantasy game, but. I, you know, we're we're all treating this very seriously and very maturely, and like you said, this is a sentient being, and it's really fucked up. Um, how y'all doing? And if you don't, don't want to, if you don't want to talk the about survivor it, to it, <laughs> you want to what? Feed the survivor? Was that like oh, Livian? Livian? I mean, it's like inconscious, inconscienceable. How do you say yeah. it? Inconch. 
unconscionable. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. We know the words you mean. Yeah. Yeah. God, like God, the twitching meat and like the slow creeping horror of it was like <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Is this like? Is this a step too far for your comfort levels? And if you don't want to talk about this live with everyone, I get it. I, I just really it... enjoy dealing with like the kind of like not black and white. I mean, I guess this is actually kind of black and white, but like the not like a typical slay the troll cool. situation. Um, Operation. Good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because that's, I mean, that's what I was going for. I wanted to go for not black and white. I want to go for horror because this whole storyline is like a horror storyline. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be terrible. So It's terrible. Good. <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyways, thank you everybody for watching. I hope you enjoyed yeah. this. Oh yeah, Claire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I sorry. I, the reason I was I was rushing forward is I saw you being like this. But oh if you wanna... yes, yes. I mean, um, that was that was more in response to yes, let's check in about this rather than mm-hmm. I'm doing two thumbs up. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, In this level both of detail and of um, complex moral stuff uh, is something that I have experienced with you before and so this is not like, new um, I'm slightly nauseous <laughs> that's fine okay uh, yeah I was more I was just worried that I was starting to go too far with like maybe descriptions uh or just the premise in general, because it's it, it's dark. So yeah, it is, and I like one of the main reasons why I am comfortable doing this with you is because I trust you so much. Um, Thank you, Olive. Yeah, I don't think it's a complex moral thing. I think like we were, I I was busting down here to be like they're like chopping up humans and like feeding us humans. And they are bad, and I'm going to kill all of them. <laughs> and just the fact that it's a troll doesn't change that. I, I think maybe the complexity just comes from, and this isn't necessarily complex in the way of morals, but just you, you, the, the morals of like the way that the general populace views a troll, and now you're trying to deal with a troll and how it's viewed at wide, and just, just like. Yeah, how are you going to get it out of the city? The, like, yeah, navigating yeah. the mm-hmm. navigating the the power structures that are currently in place. Yeah, in yeah. order to accomplish our goal of something that those power structures are not excited about at all happening. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, sorry, I don't I don't want to take up too much time with this because we we should do this either post mortem and but uh, I thought it'd be nice just to open it up yeah, for a moment. I appreciate that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you everybody so much. Uh, See you next week and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Bye!